Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now this message has been sent out to media and TDs across Cork City and County. I'm writing this as a lifelong friend to a family that's in turmoil. They've consented for me to share the story. The youngest in a family of six has diagnosed with schizophrenia for over the last 10 years. She has been in and out of the CUH psychiatric ward and she has been under numerous different teams and is on copious amounts of medication. But her condition is just worsening. In the summer of this year, after being released from the hospital, she threw herself from the fourth floor of a building in order to end her suffering. Now, that's a desperately, desperately upsetting start to a message. And I may tell you, it doesn't get any easier to read. Louise, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. It's a very upsetting email and a very upsetting story. Uh, You're a family friend. It is. Yeah, I would. I'd know, I'd know all the family. There's six children in the family. I'd know them all very well for 20 years plus. Yeah. Whoop. So really the reason why I contacted the station and the TDs, as you said, is that the family need help. Their sister, she's in her 30s. She's schizophrenic. She has literally been turned away from treatment as of kind of the last maybe four or five months. The instance there you're talking about happened in July. She had been arrested actually because of her illness. Her protocol would be to get her, um, I don't know what the appropriate terminology is, I'm going to say sectioned or signed in involuntary, would be to be arrested and taken up to the CUH. So in this instance in July, I think it was the 9th of July, she was arrested from her family home because of the behaviours that were going on and was brought to the to the guard station a doctor on call was was a letter was given from the doctor on call to sign her in to the CUH and when she got there the next of kin was contacted saying she'll be in for 48 hours you know she won't be seeing a psychiatrist until the Monday morning so she'll be on observation for 48 hours and then two hours later she was released and then tried to take her own life yeah now, yeah. she fell, she, she she threw herself off of a building, fell, and being honest, fell in the arms of an angel. Somebody lowered her down because the fact that she's alive to tell the tale is yeah. unbelievable. You know, she didn't have a spine injury, she didn't have a head injury. She has had, I think, four surgeries and is back to the best that she will be. Sure. But is like, the, the so-called from the would... COH... 
Sorry to cut across. Sorry, the phone call from the COH was that she would not be released. I mean, she was brought in by the guards and signed in by a doctor. Yeah. And yeah. they just, because she'd been under their care for the last maybe, I think it's about 12 years, coming on 12 years, they see her as problematic and they just don't want to deal with her anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like it's the family have done been told as much this as they can behavior. for her. Could that be the case, Louise, you know? It, it, pro- it probably is a little bit of that. Like, it probably is, you know, but like, schizophrenia is a registered illness. She doesn't have control. Yeah. Does she have moments like it, of lucidity where she knows what's going on around her? She does. Her? She does. She does. But those have moments... Have you spoken to her in those times? Or, or what did she say? I have. I have. I mean, she is... Like, the medication, I don't know if you know anything about um, the type of medication that somebody with an illness like that had on. The medita- medication really takes control. You know, like, you would be extremely drowsy on it. You would gain weight. You would be drooling. You would be extremely tired. Like, the medication is so strong that it would take over your life. Yes, yes. And then and this girl in particular then... Live either. It's not, it's not. And then you see what happens is she gets a bit better and thinks she's fine and then the medication might be become every second day or she might miss a tablet and then they're back to square one. I see. But that's all part of the illness. Sure. Like it's the illness and telling her, you're fine, you don't need this, you're fine. Sure. And does she want to be in hospital, Louise? Like when, when she has these lucid I, I think, I think, yes, I think she knows, like she definitely knows, okay, I'm in trouble here. So she's aware of her situation. She is like she has tried like up until last Thursday she was in in A&E with her father trying to get her admitted and she was there like I I need to come in and they are saying this is a behavior we can do no more for you off you go. Yeah. That form of words like I would in, sincerely in, in, hope in the, wasn't used but yeah. The the, the the word behavior was used that it, that it's behavior they were told that. Yeah. Like I'm I'm speaking to you today my next protocol is HICWA because this is negligence on the HSE's part. Like, this girl has already been a danger to herself. Schizophrenia is is a registered illness. She, yeah. she does not have capacity yeah, d- when she's manic. And if anything yeah. happened, who's yeah, actually liable? I, I think accusations of negligence are probably best not thrown about. Let, 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 let's see what someone would say okay. about it. But at, at, at the same time, clearly she wants to be in. She feels she needs to be in. And something is stopping them from admitting her. That's that's not a question to which I have an answer here, but it certainly is a very distressing one. But but but, but that's that's kind of why I'm on the phone, to you, as in we we want an answer. And if somebody, one of your listeners, can tell us, okay, this service is better, we don't actually know. Like yeah. she has tried to go to another hospital, and what was said was, your team are in the CUH, you're under a certain psychiatrist. You know, yeah. we can't take over as such. You know, your yeah. your ten years and twelve years of history are X, Y, and Z. So you go to that person who now doesn't want anything to do with her anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, and like I know, I use, is, I use is, the is, word is, negligence there, but what I mean by that is that one doctor is signing her in, and another is saying bye bye. Yeah. Yeah, she's asking to be brought in. She's she's pleading to be brought in. She is, and for some and the reason, family are pleading for help. I mean, she's in her thirties. They, she has huge potential to be a danger to herself, as she's proven, and a danger to others. Yes, like she wants the help. We want the help for her. Yes, yes, 
And, and your reason you know, for like reaching out to media and, and politicians would be what? It's because the last couple of weeks, the last couple of weeks, her her um, episodes have escalated a little, a little bit. And normally when this happens, she is brought in, she is given treatment. The treatment could last anything between three months up until nine months. She would yeah. be in-house. We say she would be in a psychiatric unit. Her medication are controlled. Like she mm. is an adult in her thirties, it's hard to to uh, a sibling or a parent. They are taking responsibility and saying, "Here you go. Here's your tablet at nine o'clock in the morning." And mm. they're not they're not there all day to see if she's spitting them out again. Although she's saying she's taking them, who knows? Whereas in the yeah. hospital, she's under twenty four hour care. The tablets are yeah. regulated. Like the tablets are the key. Yeah, yeah, and I you guess know, it's super, fair to say supervision is the key. Yeah, I guess it's fair to say that, look, whatever is going on with this misfortunate individual, it may not suit a certain facility, but you believe, and I think the family believe too, Louise, there should be somewhere. You can't just say, I'm sorry, there's no more we can do for you. you. Goodbye. You can't just say That's that. It. Yeah. No, there has to be something. Like with adults or children with intellectual disability, there is places. There is, seems to be nowhere in Cork, we haven't gone further afield, for adults with um, psychiatric illnesses. Yeah, yeah. You see, they'll say as you well, know, like I she, guess, she knew, take your medication and everything will be fine, you know? I know, and that's fine if it was me to say, okay, you need to take, you know, paracetamol because you have a headache, so you have to take it, or you need to take your antibiotic because I've yeah. an infection. But when when you have an illness that is working against you constantly, like, yeah. I don't know if you know anything about schizophrenia, there is so little many nothing, else there. Tell you, you don't need this. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I said, there's two people there. One person saying you look great today, and the other person saying you look terrible. You know, it's constantly a battle. And yeah. like, one, on one hand, she'd been told by herself, take your medication, it'll help you. And the other voice saying, you don't need them at all. Look how they make you. They make you tired. They make you drowsy. You can't do this. Yeah. You can't do that. Like, it's it, a constant it's a demon within, within you. herself. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's what it is. And like, her life is no walk in the park. It is hard work for her. So without you know, identifying and like her, family her members, where is she now, Louise? Where is she at? at she's with her father now. She's with her father, and that is not an easy task for him either. Mm. Yeah. Do they have a good relationship? You know, they do. They do. She has a supportive family, but they're all adults with small children. Yes. Yes. And lives and jobs and husbands and wives. Yes. You know. And, uh, yes. It, it's so upsetting because like the, the July the July incident has really escalated what happened in July like she was in the CUH then obviously on a general ward for a while because she had had so many surgeries needing to be done um, yes. and then since being released which I think was September to the end of October I think it's the end of October actually since then now the behaviour has escalated the episodes have you know they're increasing She's definitely been in the CUH A&E. So the protocol seems to be bring, be brought to A&E and then be transferred over to the psychiatric unit, which yeah. to me doesn't make sense in, its, in itself. You know, there should be like a oh. triage in the psychiatric ward. Yeah. Like it is a separate hospital now. It's not just a ward. It's a separate hospital in yeah. the CUH. There should be a triage you know yourself, there. Louise, that, that's a, a symptom of the ongoing issue. I know, Everything I know, Shirley, come here. I'm, I'm solving Everything. problems. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, I know. And, I and you know that. these, I get we, that. We, we were talking a while ago about these lucid moments that she has when she, she's yeah. self-aware, as it were. Yeah. Like, 
what does she say she wants? What does she, if you say to her, look, and I she don't know what her, her name is, I don't want. This, this, this girl, this girl is 33. This girl had a normal, for the want of another word, a normal life till she was 23. I know mm. her since she was eight. Mm. You know, a relationship, a job, like plenty of hobbies. All of that was taken away from her overnight. Wow. And and like the scary may I ask thing a question, Louise? Has anyone sat down with her to analyze what changed? Oh, see, that's the thing. So, like, I'm 34. I have three three children. They're all under the age of 15. They are... Anybody can have the schizophrenia gene. Anybody. And it's between 18 and 25 that it becomes prevalent. Now, some people can be unlucky and it can come earlier, but it's normally, normally now, I think it's like, 3% of the population that have schizophrenia can develop it after 25 but it's normally within 18 and 25 and this girl was bang on 23 I see, I see. and like oh. I remember when it started you know like they didn't know like the night the first night that she went into A&E it was very religious believe it or not you know see Holy God and Mary and all this and people just thought it was drink it was actually it was actually like over the Christmas period and they thought it was drink and then the hospital thought it was drugs which it wasn't and never was like that yeah. would be common in people to have a psychosis if there was drugs involved absolutely zero with this girl yeah like no actual reason just had the gene and something triggered it yeah which it, is the it, sad so part of it all when it's desperate it's desperate you, you can't yeah. and the, I, I think what you're saying is Louise look no disrespect to anybody out in CUH you can't just and I'm not accusing them of it I don't know whether you are either you can't just wash your hands of someone like this you have to I do something uh, for like, her that's it like as in and if they can't fine tell us who can yes you yes. know you cannot just say after giving somebody 12 years of treatment bye bye good luck we've done what we can for you yeah like her in like her her medication is her biggest enemy in my opinion you know she isn't fantastic at taking it she might take it for three months and be great and then the side effects kick in or the head kicks in and says you don't need them whatever happens yeah. i don't know but she does stop taking them it's ongoing for 10 years of her relapsing from missing her medication and hiding them and all that but that's all part of the illness it's not yeah. like a bold child not doing what she's told she doesn't have control yeah, that's, yeah. That's it's a part. case of, yeah, the take, not, take the meds, take the meds and you'll be all right. But but then it's not really all right. Somebody's is telling you not, that, that's it. Because you're being told by yourself, you don't need them and don't take them. Yeah. And like when she's really good, she does know the medication, like they cause terrible side effects. They're extremely strong antipsychotic medication. Yes. Like they're terrible. I wouldn't want to be on them myself. You know, yeah. they're terrible. You know, really, really disheartening um, side effects. Drooling while speaking, you know, sleeping up all up all night, asleep all day. Terrible side effects. And like, and has anyone ever spot. said, Louise, has anyone ever said, has she ever said to her medical team, look, I, I know I need the meds, but look what it does to me. Is there any easier way? There's not. 
they're actually not like the, to be fair to the hospital they have tried like I said in my email that I sent she like she's been on copious amounts of medication they have tried an awful lot of different variations and combinations because she has such strong breakthrough um, like I think the technical diagnosis is paranoid schizophrenia yeah um, do you know what I'm like, going to do, Louise? I'm, I'm I'm going to I'm going to leave it there, um, because okay. what I'm what I'm hoping is that having listened to our conversation, I know there's another family out there with whom this will resonate. What I'm just hoping yeah. is that some family has been where you are and has managed to get to the next step. I don't think anybody. That, and you know fair, what? That's Louise, really. What I don't we think want. anybody wants your friend. I don't think anybody wants your friend to just walk away into the wilderness and have her her medication or her condition take or take her but over you know what? I don't think it anybody is, wants the problem that. Is, is that where is she going to walk to that's there what we're go. worried about like what what's the end game here we I don't know that. and that's the problem okay Louise if anybody is listening who has been where you are or where this misfortunate person is uh, they can come to us and we'll see where it goes alright great thanks very much no, thank you, Louise. And, and please, when she is lucid and well, please tell her that I'm thinking about her. I will, of course. Thank you. Thanks, Louise. God, that's so sad. That's so, so, so sad. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lisa, you're listening to uh, Louise Terribly distressing. Good morning. I'm devastated for her because I feel like her meds need to be assessed weekly, not just, you know, every now and then. Because when you take this, this medication, the side effects, side effects for women, speaking from a woman's perspective, yeah. are horrific. I mean, no woman wants to feel fat or lose their body, you know, can't control your body in public so you have the humiliation on top of the mental sickness and it's just a disgrace but the reason why it's happening is they just don't have the staff that's the yeah. simple answer and, and nobody will take responsibility for her 
because she has already tried to take her own life and if she dies the blame will be put on that specific doctor, nurse, etc. So, I mean, there'll be nothing done about what happened previous to it. Yeah. And it just makes me sick. I mean, no woman, even a healthy woman, could handle that. Yeah. In my opinion. What I get from listening to Louise and from reading her, her lengthy email is where we appear to be is that the system, such as it is, and I use that as a broad term, an umbrella term, the system is saying, we've done everything that we can do for you. Well, that's a broken system then, because if we have unhealthy people in Ireland, it's our healthcare's responsibility to help them, no matter the cost, no matter how long it takes. Mm. And the problem is, and this is what I'm trying to stress is someone will be held responsible if anything happens to her. And that's why they're all running away. Yeah. And this is why they won't help her or her family. And it's disgusting. I mean, no one can take the blame for whatever happens because of, you know, her mental health state. All they should do is put all their energy into fixing her and giving her the proper medications because PJ... You can go down five milligrams of those medications and you can go from perfectly fine to insane in two minutes flat. And that's really? a fact. Yeah. So it, it also sounds from talking to Louise, Elisa, that it's not a nice way to live. No. Taking I mean, all these meds. No, and again, I'm speaking as a woman. I mean, women, we, we, we all take pride in our appearance. None of us want to look as bad as we feel. And this girl has no control over the things like her weight, you know, her body functions. I mean, that in itself is is mentally disturbing, you know, on top of everything else. And I just wish for like five minutes they would realize the impact this medication has on people mentally also. That you cannot drop even a milligram, you're dope sick. You know, it's too dangerous and she needs proper care. There's a term that, and it was the title of one of the most frightening television programs I ever watched in my entire life. But this is how she feels. This is what happens. This is why I'm so angry. So Lisa, what you're saying here is, what you think is she is, yes, she's sick because of her sickness, but she's also sick because of her meds and she needs someone to sit with her and say, okay, we know your sickness is serious. We know that the meds aren't aren't working with you. Let's see what we can do. Let's. She needs someone to take her to that next step. So she absolutely does. And the only way to do that is weekly visits and daily dope tests to make sure that she's not dope. You know, medication tests. I don't want to make out like she has a drug problem. It's not her fault. But you can be yes. addicted to legal drugs and coming off them can be detrimental to you. And nobody yes. wants to take the blame for that. Yes. And that's what's and, happening. And is it a strict, Lisa, and I sense, I sense you may be coming from some personal experience. I don't oh, yeah, know if you want. 100%. Okay. Yes, okay. 100%. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I know the much. healthcare system inside out, and I know exactly okay. how that family feels okay. when you actually and put someone's life in their hands and they tell you, no, take them home. I mean, who does that? And, I mean, and when you have a, a medication regime, Lisa, and I'm going to really simplify this one now. So if the medication regime says you need to take the orange one 
at 9 o'clock and you need to take the green one at 10 o'clock. Even reversing them can cause you problems. Absolutely. Look, if, you, if anyone has ever been under duress and they took some Xanax from the doctor for yeah. a couple of weeks and then they stopped, talk to them about the back pain, the leg pain. No matter what you take, there's a withdrawal period. Yeah. And it's severe. So this girl is literally going through severe withdrawal periods constantly on top of everything else. She's in a horrible place. I, I, my heart no, goes out to her. No one wants to deal with her because if anything happens to her because she has tried to take her own life, they'll get the blame. But that shouldn't right. be the case. There should be a team that, that can actually say we've done all we could for her, you know, but we don't yeah. even have that here, which makes me just is, crazy. Is it a fair comparison to say, Lisa... Uh, and this sounds awful, but is it a fair comparison to say we wouldn't stop treating somebody for their cancer because the cancer was out of control? Yeah, but they would have the choice because mentally they would be sound. This fair is point. why she's so vulnerable, you know. Fair point. Mentally fair point. she's not sound, so they're taking advantage of it. Like, I'm sorry, okay. but they are. All right, Lisa, I'll leave it there. The family can't win. And send my love I... to that family. Thank you. Thank you. You've done that yourself. Thank you so much, Lisa, for joining that conversation and you bring personal insight as well. Michael, morning. Uh, Michael. Hi, PJ. Hi. You yourself also spent time in psychiatric care, so... I did. I did, and I was in CUH as well. Um, And I I, I suppose one thing about about psychiatric um, care and, well, what I found in the CUH is that when you're in there you kind of don't want to leave. Um, you feel very secure there. You feel people are looking after you, um, even when it comes to your, your medication. Um, I, I used to get mine twice a day. Um, and you have to take it in front of a nurse. Um, so, you know, there's even certain controls taken away from you, which is good. Um, I, I suppose the thing is, is, is that they can only do so much and what happens is you come to a point where, and it's discussed with you, where they suggest um, that you leave, you know, that you're, you're well enough to leave. Now, I was put under um, the care then of uh, community um, psychiatric um, help. So I had, uh, I, I used to go to um, uh, a mental health nurse uh, once a week for a few months, and then it stretched out to maybe uh, once a month. Um, and even still five years on, uh, it's once every three months I see somebody. Um, but I guess you got to do as hard and all as it is. And I found the hardest part is, is, is when I left hospital. And, and even still, I, I suppose, is the work you have to do yourself. Um, that's the hardest part because sometimes your, your brain will tell you you're much better than bother taking your tablets. Um, but fortunately, Every time I've managed to, to kind of get over get over that one. Now there was a stage I remember a couple of years ago where, where I thought I had more than I actually had, uh, and I, I had to space them out a little bit, um, yeah. and I felt the effects of that. Is it, Michael, that the illness itself is a bit of a tyrant? Oh, the, so it's, it's it's a disaster, um, PJ. It's, it's so hard to explain um, to people. I mean, what, what you have, and that poor lady. I mean, she's probably telling herself 
she's useless and, and nobody cares about her and now she feels as well in the hospital that they don't care about her and that must be horrendous now I have no doubt in my mind that isn't the case in the hospital I really do I mean I, I, I just have this uh, unfortunately they can only do so much other than keeping that lady in hospital forever which, which in a way, Michael, sounds like she's pleading to it be does. taken in and kept in. But that's institutionalization, and, and we that doesn't work. We, we used to do that. We don't do it yeah. anymore. Yeah, and rightly so. And rightly so. No, I, I'm not blaming the lady in any shape or form. That's all part of her illness. Yes. It's, you know, it's a, her illness probably tells her, stop taking your tablets. Um, but you'd wonder, now, <laughs> like I would have been... I would have been very surprised if she doesn't get community care. But, mm. but, I mean, I know as well when you're not well, well, you tell yourself certain things, but you also tell other people certain things. Mm. And they might make sense in your head, but it mightn't actually be the way things are, if that makes sense. Do you today. become skilled at all, Michael? Or does your demon within, because that's what it is, do you become skilled at all at telling people around you what they want to hear? Absolutely. I had a mental breakdown and nobody knew. Nobody knew I was feeling like that. Nobody. Yeah. Um, I kept it from everybody. I was, I was like living two lives, you know. As soon as I got in, in the door at home, um, I felt safe and I just pretended everything was fine. And, you know, I just battled it. And not, again, I don't have schizophrenia, but I just battled it and battled it and battled and it. And that was part it. of the insidious nature of your illness? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just hide everything. Well, I just, I just hid everything, you know. It's what, what would you say to, to Louise and to the family, uh, reaching out as someone who, as I guess, Michael, knows it like no other? What would you say? It's such a difficult situation, um, PJ, because, I mean, your, your initial thing to say is, is get yourself up to, up to CUH. But then if she's saying that they're turning her away, that's such a difficult situation. And I see, you don't know whether that lady is on her meds now, whether she's taking her meds. So you don't know what her frame of, of mind is. I mean, she clearly sounds like she does need uh, hospital intervention. Um, but again, if, if, you know, if, 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 if somebody is discharged for, from hospital and they're, they're doing well and they're back in again three months later and, you know, they're not taking their meds, mm. you know, you know it, it just becomes a vicious cycle, doesn't it? For everybody, I'm saying. That's for exactly everybody. what it sounds like. That's exactly you know, what it sounds like. It's, it's such a difficult situation. Um, I mean, unless the girl, unless the lady can go even privately to a psychiatrist, um, which isn't always the case, but unless you could go privately to a psychiatrist. I mean, it yeah. sounds like even the likes of counselling is, is, is not even, a, you know, I mean, this lady needs medical intervention. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think even talk, talk, talk therapy would do anything. Yeah. And we don't, we don't institutionalise people anymore. There, there no. was in Ireland, and I don't think anybody ever wants to go back there, Michael, there was an Ireland where she could go in a big door yeah. and never be seen again. Yeah, out in our ladies are sent hands out in the straight road. And that's, the that's, road. No, that's no life for anybody. No, of course, of course not. I mean, I, I guess what the lady needs is, is, is to get her, her meds balanced and then community care. And, and the community 
care now. I don't, obviously, we don't know where the lady lives, but community care works. I mean, that can be once a day. That could be a phone call from, from a nurse, because I know people um, who've gone through that as well, and they used to get a phone call once a day for a few weeks. And like, Michael, I, I don't have a whole pile of time left, but, but I would like to ask you one question. Like, and yeah, I, of course. I, I, I assume you are well now, day to day, and I'm glad that you are, but if you have a day where you feel unwell, what mm. do you do? You see, I suppose I'm much uh, further down the road and, and I do things like um, mindfulness and, and small bit of meditation and stuff, breathing exercises and I just find those very good. You know, they can just balance me out a little bit um, because I am on meds. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, while I am on meds, I mean, all meds really do for me is just bring me up to a point where I know what I need to do for myself. I understand. I understand. Michael, thank you so much for your call and your insight. Corks 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.